Hi everybody! Uh, so we're about two weeks away from the release of Promised One, the first song from Gate of Heaven, and I thought it might be useful to just do a little video to give you a little bit of um, context behind Promised One. So Promised One is based on, like most of Gate of Heaven, it's based on the words of the Bab, who, uh, whose life is being celebrated this year, which marks the 200th anniversary of his birth. And so, in advance of the release, I thought it might be helpful to, to just share a bit of background so that when the song is released, you'll have a little bit of context about what the song means that you can share with friends if you like. And, and so, in order to give you a bit of context uh, about this, this, purpose, this person that we're, we're, uh, we're celebrating who lived, who was born 200 years ago, uh, I want to just um, invite you to, to use your imaginations and and, and travel with me about 200 years back in time to the 19th century, which was this strange period in world history of this worldwide uh, messianic excitement. During the, the 19th century, different movements were, were being uh, initiated in different parts of the world among people of different traditions, different religions, uh, and these movements were all centered around the idea that the ancient promises of the world's religions were going to be fulfilled in the 19th century. And these movements became particularly prominent uh, um, uh, amongst 19th century Christian communities. And many Christian scholars had, had come to the conclusion that the, the promises in the Bible concerning the end of the world and the, the, the second coming of Jesus Christ seemed to be pointing them towards the year 1844. And as these movements gained momentum and more and more people started to study their scriptures in this way, they kept finding this year, 1844, 1844, over and over again. And of course, there were people who mocked, the, who mocked this and laughed at this and said, this is all just superstitious nonsense, nothing's going to happen. But some people involved in these movements became so convinced that, that something was going to happen, that entire communities of people in, in Europe and in America uh, actually upped and left their homes and, and moved across the world to the Holy Land, uh, where they, they, they settled at the foot of the famous mountain of the Bible, Mount Carmel, uh, in, in Haifa, which at the time was a kind of a backwater of the, of the Ottoman Empire. And they settled there to uh, await the return of Jesus Christ. And they lived there and they waited, and 1844 came and passed, and nothing happened. The, the stars didn't fall, the mountains didn't crumble, Jesus Christ didn't descend from the heavens, and the world didn't end. The sun rose and the sun set, and many of these people thought that they had made a huge mistake. And this, this period, which was known quite famously at the time, even, even across newspaper headlines, as the Great Awakening of 1844 actually went down in history as the Great Disappointment. But what many people in the West, people of a, of a Judeo-Christian background in the West, weren't aware of was that at the very same time there was an exactly parallel 
experience going on a little bit further east in the Muslim world. And Muslim scholars throughout the Middle East had come to the very similar conclusion that the promises enshrined in the Islamic scriptures concerning the end of the world and the, and the coming of the, of the great promised one foretold in the Quran were pointing them towards the year 1260 of the Muslim calendar, which correlates to 1844 of the Christian calendar. And so it was as if these, the promises of these different religions in different parts of the world, unbeknownst to each other, seemed to be pointing towards the very same event in the very same year. And in the springtime of that year, on May 23rd, 1844, a young merchant in Iran who was known to his friends as a very humble, quiet, sweet-natured, mild-mannered youth sent a shockwave through the Middle East when he claimed that he was in fact the promised one that the people of both the East and the West were waiting for. He called himself the Bab, which means the gate, indicating that he was the gate to an even greater event that was soon to happen after him. And a portion of the words of Promised One come from a, a, a very amazing book called The Dawnbreakers, which was written by Nabil, an Iranian man who chronicled the, the events of the life of the Bab and the unfoldment of his message in the 19th century. And I thought that over the coming days and weeks, it, uh, it, might, be, it might be fun to go on a kind of a journey through the stories of the Dawnbreakers as, as the songs of Gate of Heaven are being released over the coming weeks. So um, please, please join me for this journey and we can go on a kind of a Gate of Heaven video diary uh, through, the, through the stories of the Dawnbreakers to get to know the Bab a little bit better. Um, uh, I would be so grateful if you could do a couple of things. If you could give this video uh, a heart, if you like it, uh, maybe share it with your friends if you'd like to share the story with them. And uh, please feel welcome to join uh, the Gate of Heaven album release event on Facebook. You can just look it up and just click going, uh, share it with your friends. And I look forward to uh, to diving into the story. Um, we'll do a few more videos before before the the to prepare for the release of Promised One, and then we'll continue the journey. Uh, after that. So thanks for watching and uh, see you in the next video. Bye.